Welcome to the Thought Boss Podcast. This is your host, Nicole. I'm here to show you that all the help you need is already inside of you and that you're far more powerful than you give yourself credit for. I'm glad you're here. Now let's turn you into a Thought Boss. Episode two, how to feel your feelings or otherwise named, let's be sad, let's be angry. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed the first episode. It's just really a small introduction into this work. So today we're going to talk about feelings or also emotions. Um, Feelings are funny, right? They're kind of the thing that makes us human. Anytime someone is not being empathetic, we like to say, what are you, a robot? We like to feel as humans. Even though half of human emotions are negative, we still like to feel them. Why is that? I think it's because this is the human experience. We've got a heart and a brain, and they do different things. Of course, we're referring to our figurative heart. Um, We can think and we can reason, but also so many times we trust our feelings rather than our thoughts, right? So today we're not just talking about feelings. We are talking about how to feel your feelings. Baby stuff, right? Nope, not so baby. Although babies may actually be pretty good at feeling their feelings. When we grow up, we become a little more complex and we try to hide our feelings. So first let's ask the question, what do we mean feel our feelings? What does it mean to feel your feelings? Most of the time when a negative emotion comes up, we actually don't want to feel it. Surprise, right? Whether it's that we're late for work and we're embarrassed or someone's being crazy to us and we're full of rage, total hypothetical, of course, (laughs) or we lost our dog to the highway and we're super down about it. Those emotions that come up like embarrassment or anger or sadness They're just vibrations in our body. They're actual chemicals that are coming from our brain and sent to a place in our body and we're just feeling it. So when we're feeling anger, it's actually just the chemical, likely it's the chemical epinephrine. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, If there's anybody who's a science geek, you can email me and tell me if I said that wrong, but there's an actual chemical. It has a name, epinephrine, and often it's found when people are angry and that's what can run through your body when you're feeling angry. So they're just signals that the brain is sending to the body. So you might be thinking, I know how to feel mad. That's easy, right? I feel mad all the time. It makes me crazy. I get wild. I start throwing things. Well, I'm here to tell you that that is not you actually feeling angry. Do you know what you're doing? That chemical is releasing and instead of feeling it, you're actually resisting it or you're reacting to it. You're making it worse. Now, I'm not blaming you here. I'm just telling you what's going on in your brain. What do you do when you're angry if you're not supposed to throw things or go eat a pint of Ben and Jerry's? Well, you've got to feel it. Here's what feeling angry looks like. Feeling angry looks like you stopping or pausing, recognizing that you're feeling angry and then getting in touch with your body. And we tend to feel things in our core or like our heart, our stomach, 
just the middle part of our body, but other parts of our body can be involved too. Sometimes your fingers can tingle or your toes go numb. So what does anger feel like? Does it feel hot? Maybe in the face or the hands? Does it feel like a rising in your chest? Does your breathing get a little irregular? In order to feel a feeling, you have to turn off your brain and tune into your body. You just sit there and feel it. Now, I know this feels totally uncomfortable. That's why we don't want to do it, right? It's pretty uncomfortable to just sit with our emotions. We think we have to solve them or get rid of them somehow. And I know from personal experience that I have a fear that allowing myself to feel an emotion will make it more powerful and that it will overcome me or something. And sometimes that happens, but really only for a minute. Trust me, when you allow yourself to just sit in an emotion and see what it feels like in your body to feel sad or excited or embarrassed, the feeling actually passes much more quickly because the only way out of it is through it. When we try to hold in an emotion for a long time, it kind of boils under the surface. It never actually goes away, but instead it just compounds with other feelings. And at some point it will all come up. Has anybody ever emotionally exploded on you? Lovely imagery, right? You do something tiny like put the coffee mug away in the wrong spot and somebody just lets loose on you. You think that's because of a tiny thought they were thinking about you in this coffee mug? Nope. It is just a whole bunch of emotions that they're trying to keep down and they finally spilled out. I love the way Jody Moore teaches this, that the feelings you're trying to repress are like holding a beach ball under the water. So difficult, right? Have you ever tried to do that? It takes tons of energy and at some point, you know, it's going to pop up. No matter what, at some point that beach ball has got to surface and when it does, it really pops, right? It's all this bottled up pressure. It's not really healthy for anyone. Can you see that? Okay, a really important part of this is that when you don't feel your feelings or allow yourself to feel your feelings, or sometimes in order to try to hide them, we like to buffer. And a buffer is something you put between two things to keep them from touching each other. I first learned about this from Brooke Castillo. She talks a lot about buffering with food and with alcohol. So here, the two things that you would be trying to keep from touching each other would be you and your emotions. And we can buffer with all sorts of things. And it isn't always, but it can be very dangerous. And a super common buffer we use to not feel emotion is actually food. And I can see you nodding your head. You can think of times when you've been sad and you just have to go to the freezer and find some ice cream or you've had a long day. I know for me, sometimes I just need to find a piece of chocolate in the cupboard and it makes everything better, right? (laughs) Everybody at some point, or maybe even right now, has done this or is doing this. Feeling sad? Here, have a cookie. Don't feel sad, just feel happy because of this cookie. You feeling angry? Go through the drive-thru and get an extra large soda and some french fries. We know that common phrase, food can fix anything, right? Now, I'm not saying that there's necessarily something wrong with this, but I think it can be helpful to recognize that emotional eating is not really helping us process our emotions. It's more helping us hide our emotions and stuff them down. So there are better ways for us to process our emotions. 
interesting, but we kind of teach this to our kids from the beginning, right? You get a shot, here's a sucker. Scraped your knee, have a fruit snack. You might be saying, well, hey, it works, doesn't it? What's so bad about that? I don't know that it can be labeled as bad, but if you feel like it has a net negative effect on your life, or in other words, if it ends up hurting more than it's helping, then you may want to change it. A habit of eating when you're feeling bad is going to lead to some serious health problems if that's what you're doing to buffer all of your emotions. I know it really sucks to feel sad and disappointed and anxious or bored or worried, but if you get through them instead of pushing them away, you'll actually learn a lot about yourself and likely you'll boost your confidence in your ability to feel anything. And if you're willing to feel any emotion, well, there's not really any stopping you when it comes to reaching your goals because 100% of the time, we actually need certain emotions to drive us forward and create action. And not all of those emotions are positive, right? They might be doubt and fear and regret and confusion and all those things are necessary in order for us to reach our goals and we need them. So if we can just feel them and not fear them, I think we'll get a lot further. So if action is creating our results and feelings are fueling our actions, which they are, then being in touch with your feelings is going to be so much more helpful than trying to buffer them away or pretend that they don't exist. So did you know that we can even buffer positive emotions? Think of celebratory ice cream, a pizza party, date night dessert splurge. And I'm not saying to never do these things. All I'm offering is that it's a little bit uncomfortable to feel any feelings at all, but it is what makes us human. What if we just relished in the good emotions? What if instead of celebrating with food or alcohol, we let ourselves feel proud or excited or on top of the world, and that feeling itself was enough of a reward? Crazy to think about, right? I think there's something inside of our brains that says if we're not moving on, if we're not instantly rewarding ourselves with something on the outside, then the feeling doesn't really count, right? I mean, did you really have a birthday if you didn't eat a birthday cake? No, not really. But what is a birthday? We're actually celebrating you, right? We're all so glad you were born because you're unique and you contribute to the world in a way that only you can. You're just so much fun to love and to be around. But those things are not really solid, so we have to add something on top like cake. (laughs) And eventually the real meaning of things like birthdays or holidays or any occasion starts to fade away because we're buffering our positive emotions with food or alcohol or something else. And I don't know why it is that we're afraid to feel our feelings. Maybe because it makes us more vulnerable, more human. But I think I kind of like that. What do you think? I think I want to be a little more open and a little more human. I want to feel something. I want to be present for my own life. So one last note on feeling our feelings. Did you know that there are not really good and bad feelings? I think it's important not to label them as good and bad because sometimes we want to feel sad or upset. Sometimes we feel like it's necessary and useful to feel angry. And I think judgment on top on 
or I think judgment of ourselves on top of any feeling is also a buffer. For some reason, we're comfortable judging ourselves. And I think it's just that program running again, the one that's telling you that something is wrong. What if nothing is wrong and it all just is? What if instead of pushing down our emotions and our thoughts, we chose to be curious about them? And what if we chose to just love ourselves because we're capable of so many emotions? Isn't that neat that we're so complex and beautiful and deep? I think it's really cool. This week, maybe do some experimenting on feeling your emotions. Just be a quiet observer. Don't layer on any shame or any guilt. Just take a look at your thoughts and say something like, oh, that's interesting that I'm thinking that, or that's interesting that I'm feeling that. And let yourself feel hurt or scared or lonely. And look for that feeling in your body. Give it a shape and a color and a texture and just feel it. It's part of you and all of you is good. At first, it's going to be uncomfortable and you are probably not going to like it at all. But I invite you to sit with the discomfort and maybe ask for some guidance from God or the universe and thank that emotion for being with you and then let it pass when it's ready. Even though this podcast is about controlling our thoughts, it's also a lot about letting go of control. It feels a lot better to just see what is and to let it be there. Get in tune with your own body and ask yourself what you're feeling. Love you guys. See you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. For more help with specific problems, visit thoughtbosscoaching.com and submit your question. I'll be answering questions every week in a free call. Sign up before you miss it.